Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Fantasy Baseball for Friday, April 12th. I'm Alex Uwe here today with Ray Estrada. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, I'm a little bit antsy right now. We haven't done much to start the season, which I'm a little I'm a little upset about. I I would have much, very much liked for us to uh to get a lot more podcasting and, and writing done. Yeah, uh, but, me but too. We've been we've been busy. But it's school. We still play baseball. Is is the yes. main reason we've we had are, we've had baseball the last two weekends, and again this weekend. So after this week starting next week we should be back on a very regular schedule and you know back to the weekly fantasy baseball as we had been rolling into the season so we've missed a lot to start the season and i don't think it's possible to go back and recap every storyline that's happened every big thing this one this this show today will be will be a little more uh free flowing a little we'll uh, we'll riff on some some storylines and uh, we'll go do a little bit of a uh, here to stay or keep away segment, the first one of 2019. That's that's kind of our our trademark uh, our trademark yes. segment now, or the name is anyway. I think a lot of other people do a similar exercise, but we will do that today as well, and we'll just kind of uh, we'll see where it takes us. So, what what do you want to talk about, Ray? I can talk about pretty much anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you to to start us off where, where you, what you want to talk about first. Okay, let's start off with I think. I mean I don't know how much has been talked about in baseball circles because a lot of people are focused on some of the hot starts, but one of the coldest starts of the year has been Chris Sale, and not just cold that he's been unlucky. His stuff is not there, uh, diminished velocity, uh, stuff like that just all bad for Chris Sale so far. What, I mean, what to do about Chris Sale if you have him on your fantasy team asking for a friend? This is this is the biggest predicament in fantasy baseball right now. This is, this is panic mode, even though it's 15 days into the season. I, I'm pretty sure that's the right number. Uh, and Chris Sale's made three bad starts and really nothing encouraging about any of them. It's it's baffling. So uh, there are important things to consider when when talking about Chris Sale. Um, one of them would be that this spring training, I believe he only threw nine innings, and that is not a very complete spring training. Chris Sale also last year, of course, went on the deal with a shoulder injury and returned in time for the playoffs, did pitch in the playoffs, dealt with different unrelated to his shoulder stomach problems during the playoffs and had a very weird time throughout that whole thing similar diminished velocity since coming back from a shoulder injury fast forward to this year's spring training comes and starts on a much slower timetable and doesn't you know doesn't get a whole lot of innings in in spring training comes out of the gates this season throwing in the low 90s which is definitely not what Chris Sale was throwing last year, but not quite to the point of, of raising the red flags. Um, but he, he got lit up. He, in his first start, gave up seven earned runs, and or five earned runs, seven hits, five earned runs. And 
next start out, only struck out one batter over six innings, had a quality start, but most recently gave up seven earned runs against the Blue Jays. Wait, no, I mixed those up. I'm sorry, I got those completely backwards. I don't know how to read. Seven earned runs against Seattle. I was right in his first start. Five against the Blue Jays the other day. Whew, okay. I've got, it's been a while for me. It's spring training for me too, even though it's it's really not at all for anybody anymore. No. That doesn't work here? Okay. No, uh, yeah, no, bad excuse, boo. You mentioned it though. The most problematic thing is the velocity. And it's, you can make excuses for a guy like Chris. Oh, he's still building up his arm strength. He got his last start. He got Babbitt to death a little bit, gave up mostly ground ball base hits to the Blue Jays. But the, the fact of the matter is if he doesn't have the mid-90s fastball to go along with the, sl- the slider velocity is down too, and that's a problem. It doesn't have the sharp bite to it, the same swing and miss stuff that we're used to. He will have a lot more balls put in play, and that's only going to lead to more problems, more susceptible to to a high Babbitt. It's also worth noting that the Red Sox extended Chris Sale before the season started, and really, I have no reason to believe that there's something that they're hiding from us in terms of his health, because why would they extend him if they knew something was wrong? There, There is something wrong right now, but it, I'm inclined to believe it's just a slow start to the season. Chris Sale's in an interview said that he's never pitched like this before he doesn't know what's wrong with him and i i do think it's just him needing to build up to to what we're used to seeing i don't have high hopes of seeing the same upper 90s chris sale velocity that we saw for the first time last year but i do think he can return to form because i i just only because i've never seen a pitcher's velocity drop off in such an immediate fashion we've seen other velocity scares in the past mostly in spring training or early on in the season um like zach granke most recently is a notable one who was you know sitting around 88 miles an hour around spring training and ended up being fine like he doesn't do that during the middle of the season he 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 ramps it up so that's that's all i i have to say is i expect it to be better but right now it's terrifying I, I owed Chris Sale, and I probably acquired him in one of the stupidest trades that that you could possibly imagine. I'm not I'm not proud to uh, to admit that. I, I traded away Corey Kluber and Tyler Glass now for Chris Sale, not but a week ago maybe. So uh, that's that's on me. I I live with that. And again, I might have very different opinions. We all might have very different opinions of Chris Sale in a month. We might look back and say, oh, what? this is ridiculous. Why were we so worried before? Or it might be, okay, now, it, now it's even more panic mode. <laughs> this, this will only get worse every bad start Chris Sale has from this point forward. Uh, yeah. that's, that's enough about him, I think, though. Yeah, basically uh, be patient on Chris Sale, but be nervous in a way. See, that's what everybody wants to know is, is – if I can trade him for something now, do I? Do I? Do I try to get out? Do I again? I'm asking sell for a while friend. I can. Why? And the answer is, 
I don't know. The upside <laughs> is still immense. Like you can't you can't trade Chris Sale for anybody you... less than. Like I wouldn't trade him for Madison Bumgarner. Like no. that's I wouldn't do I, that. I, in M- Mad Bum's like a twenty. Trade Chris Sale. Um, if you're looking to shop Chris Sale, don't settle necessarily. Don't don't sell him on what he's done so far. Um, if you can get somebody to, to also try and pay for potential, I think that would be the move. Well, if you're trying to deal with Chris Sale, there's a, if there's a person it. like me who is incredibly excited about Chris Sale and not worried for whatever reason, and will trade you Corey Kluber and Tyler Glass now, I would definitely do that if I was in the other side of things. <laughs> but that's not really the case. I mean, it's, and... I mean, especially if that person kept pestering you for Chris Sale. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, we're we're gonna move on from Chris Sale now for right. sure. Let's go on to another left-handed starting pitcher. This one coming back from injury, or I mean, kind of an extended spring training in a way. He was injured. Clayton Kershaw um, has made his two rehab starts: one in AAA Oklahoma City, the latest one in Double A Tulsa. Both solid starts: four and a third in AAA, six innings. Uh, 80 plus pitches in double A um, scheduled to come back this Monday against the Cincinnati Reds um, what are you looking for in Kershaw in his first official start of the season without really a spring training to, to speak of well there's little things um, I again I'm not expecting the velocity to be there for somebody who has not had a real spring training a real build-up to start the season and his velocity was lower anyway in past seasons so i'm not going to be worried if he's sitting around 90 in his first star back uh i am mostly just going to be looking at how comfortable the the dodgers are with using him you know later into will he go five innings will he go past 80 pitches um that's going to be a question because he went. He was scheduled to go ninety in his rehab start, and he got that, and is also scheduled six. And I think he threw after, so I don't know how much of a concern they're going to have. Maybe it's different at the major league level, but um, I think they're pretty confident in him. They they definitely didn't push him through spring training. He had that shoulder discomfort, whatever whatever it was that 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 bothered him. They they definitely didn't um, try and just push him through that they're, they're trying to make sure he's as ready as possible going in so i don't think they're going to try and baby him quite that much right now yeah but the thing is i i'm sure kershaw once he's back wants to be on the hill for his game you know there, I, I don't think he wants to be restrained in any way but i think the dodgers might have other ideas about that they might take it careful with him coming off of injury even if he is fine and tyler glass now is in a similar situation right now where the rays haven't used him for more than 90 pitches in a start yet or I, th- I think 90 was like the most that he's he's thrown in a start and that's something that might continue because they know the, in this case they know the risk of running out a a very powerful right right-handed arm and you can see the results of guys like uh, like Luis Severino right now and you know Noah Syndergaard in the past they are more susceptible to injury when they you know exert themselves for more than they really have to so 
I think the Rays are going to be really careful with Glasnow. I think the Dodgers are going to be careful with Kershaw. And I think around the league, you're going to see a lot more teams being careful with pitchers that you will probably be able to show a lot more if, you know, they were let loose, so to speak. Michael Pineda is another guy who I have also recently um, see, noticed coming back from, uh, from Tommy John surgery, actually, missed all of last year. Um, he has done pretty well, He's thrown five innings in his last two starts, I believe. No no pine tar in his neck, right? Uh, even if there is, everybody, and Chris Archer's doing it, <laughs> everybody's doing it, Um yeah, so yeah. he's another right. guy who's, who's a very quality pitcher, but you have to consider the the workload, uh, if especially if you're in quality starts leagues or uh, if you know innings matter, quantity any any place where quantity matters basically is when mm-hmm. you gotta keep that in mind. Yeah, so, so Kershaw is back. fine. He's yeah. good. Yeah, let's move on to we'll we'll go back to people named Chris, but not Chris Sale. Uh, let's talk about a pair of hitters named Chris, and their last names are also the same. Uh, Chris Davis and Cyrus Davis. If you, I forget if we've done it actually on recording, but we have designated the Oakland A's Chris Davis, spelt with a K, as the official Chris Davis, and the Orioles Chris Davis, spelt with a C, Cyrus Davis. Um, two very different trajectories for these hitters right now. Uh, Cyrus Davis has set a record for the most consecutive hitless at-bats as well as the most consecutive hitless plate appearances. That happened uh, either today or yesterday. By a position so, player. By yes. a position player. I mean, yeah. And Chris Davis hit, I believe he's at 200 career home runs now, ninth fastest in Major League history. Um, and he had, what, four in two days this week? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, two very different trajectories for Chris Davis. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, I I love streaks. Streaks are the best part about baseball, in my opinion. It gives you something to look forward to every day, even before the game begins. And Cyrus Davis right now is giving us the most exciting streak to watch. Well, now that the... Now (laughs) Now that Trevor Rosendahl has recorded it now. Okay, so Trevor Rosendahl's recorded it now. Jacob deGrom did not break Bob Gibson's quality start streak record. He tied, tied it. it. And the twins of all teams, Mitch Garver, played spoiler <laughs> there, and Eddie Rosario and the scrappy twins. Um, did you was... mention Williams Astudio? Williams Astudio, of course. Oh, he, he did only How get one. How could you one. forget? But he, did, he, didn't, he didn't deliver them the major damage. I still expect Although, you to throw him in there. He is in there, and I, I do believe it's only because Jacob deGrom was frustrated that he did not get to strike out. Okay, so how about this? If I were to tell you that <laughs> Williams Ostadio, the man who does not strike out, or walk for that matter, was to strike out in his first, or for the first time this season in a game in which Jacob deGrom starts, and it's not Jacob deGrom who strikes him out, I would, I, that's just not real. But it, that's what happened. Jacob deGrom did not strike him out and a relief pitcher a lefty relief pitcher in that game came in and did it I don't even remember the guy's name that's how absurd it was um yeah anyway that has nothing to do with anything the point is streaks are really cool the wit streak is over though unfortunately ended today he went 0 for 6 against the Mariners uh but he did get the franchise mark the one we are all 
we all should be on the edge of our seats for is Chris Davis. Cyrus Davis is really looking to do something special. I believe the last few games he's had a few balls hit very hard with yes. 80, 80 plus percent hit probability that resulted in outs. So if if he can continue to to maintain this uh, this hitless streak while actually putting you know decent contact on the ball, it would be incredible. It's I I he must see TV right now. And the other <laughs> one is too for other for yeah. more for more traditional reasons. This guy hits bombs. He's at nine already this season, so there's not much mm-hmm. to say about him. We know what he is. DH eligibility kind of makes him a difficult case, but he's going to hit 40, 40 to 45 homers this year, if not more. So He's going to be at 247. Yes. There's there's nothing to talk about with him other than he's just really good. The A's, the A's lineup is actually really good. In general, there are names there who – Going into the season, like Jerks and Profar, who's turned it around a little bit, off to a slow start. Uh, Chad Pinder has been playing a lot for the the A's recently, and he's, he's playing very well. He's playing first base while Matt Olson is out, and he's homered. So Kendrick Morales. He's homered a couple times a day. Yeah, Kendrick Morales is also getting time there. Uh, they have a lot of really good hitters who are going under the radar. Um, so if you uh, if you need a waiver wire bat, you can probably look to the A's. They're doing some interesting things there. Uh, yeah, so let's move on from the the Chris's. Yeah, um, let's talk about one quick thing before here's to keep away. Ozzy Albies yet another extension. Um, this one a very cheap one. A lot of people think he got slighted. Seven years, thirty five million. That comes out to five million a year. Um, this will get him through arbitration and a couple years beyond, but um, it's not all bad for him. He's job security. He's get he's getting paid, but yet another extension. Yeah, should should we have a drop for extensions at this point? I think we should get on that. Um, we'll brainstorm later. If you have ideas for a yeah. drop, let us know. Uh, yeah, Ozzy Albies. Yeah, this is it's a good extension for the Braves more than Albies, but. He he said it's not about the money for him, which is fine. It, it's it's still amazing to me how it doesn't have to be about the money. You're right, and it's ama- It's still amazing to me how how much we we invest personally in in this in the salaries of these major league athletes. You realize like we don't think this way for other professions, right? Like we're not all that concerned with how much. I mean, I care paid. how much. I, I care how much, you know, Steve over at uh, Ralph's makes. But, I mean, I keep up with that. Yeah, and it's not that it's not important, but just on, a, on an individual like, case-by-case basis. I'm saying I, so I keep up with the reports on him. I need to make sure he's getting the right contract. You're, you're right. You're right. Sorry, Steve. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, the, the whole point is we watch them play regardless of how much they're getting paid. Let's, let's watch them play. The Braves – should Let be, the kids play. The Braves fans should be thrilled. They get they get to watch Ozzy Albies for seven years. So, hashtag Let the kids play, and then hopefully MLB will just you know blow this up. I don't know. Yeah, let the kids play. All right. Uh, All right. Before before we get into here to stay or keep away, I just want to remind 
everybody that we'd love to answer your questions, your fantasy baseball questions here on this podcast. So you can preguntas. Yeah, you can ask us those questions on Twitter at beattheshiftbp or send us an email beattheshiftbaseball at gmail.com. Hopefully, starting next week, we'll have a real Q&A section section going and that's the goal. So, we'll go ahead and get to uh this segment here. here. to stay or keep away. That's I don't know. How many uh, It was impromptu. I right. mean, we'll we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah. Let's go quickly. Yeah. Uh cuz we have places to be cuz we're still in season. Jorge Polanco uh very quietly of the Twins, very quietly had the first cycle of the season um last week. Uh, off to a good start. Um, what is Jorge Blago here to stay, or do you keep away from him right now? Uh, he's here to stay. I, I liked him coming into the season. He missed time last year from a PED suspension, but other than that, he still <laughs> plays very well. He's a good on-base guy, actually, uh, and recently has been getting it done with the batting average. And he's, he's solid. He's going to hit the top of the lineup for the Twins. So... Yeah, he's, he's here. All right. Next name from the Dodgers, Enrique Quique Hernandez. Um, very good start to the season so far. He had two home runs opening day. He's had a, f- a few since then. He is the everyday second baseman, more or less. Um, they are kind of moving some guys around to kind of get uh, Muncie and Verdugo more playing time than just platoons and stuff like that. Um, but he is the everyday second baseman, Quique Hernandez. Uh, off to a very good start this year. Has improved um, incrementally over the last few years. Um, is Kiki Hernandez here to stay, or do you keep away? Yeah, he's here to stay for the reasons you mentioned. The playing time has been better than it ever has been for him in the past, and he has showed serious power. And I, that part seems sustainable. I don't know about everything else in his game. I don't know if he's he's kind of kind of just crushing it in all aspects of the game right now. I don't think he'll keep that up, but he definitely has 20-plus home run potential if he plays this much, and he made Marcelo Zuna look like an idiot, so I like him for that. <laughs> yeah, after Marcelo Zuna, I guess that's a form of revenge. Uh, Marcelo Zuna tried to do it to him again, and Kiki Hernandez was like, nope, I'm going to embarrass you this time. Ah. All right. Um, next one. Uh, Dan Vogelbach, or Vogelbaum. From the Mariners, uh, absolute unit. Uh, the Mariners in general going off, but Dan Vogelbach, um, one of the surprises on that team. Yeah, he's he's a big boy for sure. He is here to stay right now. I would have given you a different answer a couple days ago just because of playing time concerns. They had basically three spots to share between Domingo Santana, Edwin Encarnacion, Jay Bruce, and Dan Vogelbach. But Jay Bruce is on the DL right now, and I can't imagine. IL? I'm going Here. to pretend that I said that. So Dan Vogelbaum will continue to do what he's <laughs> doing, and that would be playing on a regular basis as a DH or first baseman. He he is really good. He has really good plate discipline, had a kind of rough go at it in the past, but really good prospect pedigree, and... You know, I'd rather I'd still I'd rather have him than some of the other I'd lump him in a similar range as some of the other top prospects that are around right now. Actually I think a perfect player to to 
mark him in the same range as would be another rising I'm not going to say star because that's not the label I'm going to give him, but another really good rising player in Yandy Diaz for the Rays, who is also kind of turning the cover off the ball right now. Not as much as Vogelbach has, but I would probably value them similarly going forward. All right, next name. Um, a guy who we've been kind of waiting to really break out. Um, hasn't quite happened, some injuries and stuff like that. Dansby Swanson. What is your opinion on the Braves shortstop? Dansby Swanson looks different. The only hesitation I have is that I don't I don't really know what this looks like once it normalizes more. Is it is it a three hundred hitter? It's the power is a little bit exaggerated right now. They did just play a series in Coors Field, um, but it's it's not likely that Dansby is going to reach the twenty home run plateau. He might hit 15, but there's there's a serious chance that he can he can put up you know a 290, 300 batting average, which is valuable. He's and his walk rate is better. There's there's plenty to like about him. It's just a matter of because I, I, nobody does this throughout a season. People get hot and people get cold. Everybody does. And I want to see what a cold streak looks like for him. I want to see what the production looks like. Because if the plate discipline is changed and he's still marginally productive, even when he's not tearing the cover off the ball like he is now, he's definitely a top 15 shortstop. But right now, I think I have him. He's probably about that range. You know, like, so he is not quite here to stay, but you wouldn't necessarily keep no, him away. Yeah, like you ha- he has to be owned right now, of he course. Is, he is the or. Yeah, he, he, has, he has to be owned right now. And if you can trade him for a top, you know, a top 10 shortstop Sell value, high. do it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to some pitchers who are off to uh, some surprising starts. Matt Shoemaker, uh, former Angel, current Blue Jay, um, had a very good opening start. And I think every one of us in the group chat was like, yeah, outlier. And then he backed it up with another one. Um, and he had a third start, I believe, that was also good. Matt Shoemaker is a change of scenery. Done done him well enough to warrant long term investment in him this year. I'm not inclined to believe so because <laughs> he he's not really changed anything with the quality of his pitches, but the the way he's using him is much different. He's throwing a lot more of that split finger. He's, he's throwing in, in that slider split finger combo. He's using a lot more, and I think hitters will adjust. Like, the scouting report will change. It, it, it must have already changed. Like, this is – it's not a guy who has a good enough fastball to, to sustain this. The same with, like, Jordan Zimmerman, who got, got kind of lit up already. That was a very short-lived hype train <laughs> for him. He's – yeah, there's – you have to have a good fastball to be a good major league pitcher. There's very little room for error. There's very little chance that a guy like Miles Michaelis and what he did last year will be able to do what what Miles Michaelis did last year. And even then, Michaelis <laughs> could run it up to 95 miles an hour. It's it's a different case. And sink. Than, yeah, like there's it's it's a fastball pitcher's game. 
and you have to. Have and now, them. quality of fastball does not necessarily mean it. Mostly means velocity. It mostly means velocity. Perceived velocity is important. You have to consider yes. things like spin rate, and you know sometimes. People, I mean, Rich Hill's a quality a pitcher with a nine, with an eighty-nine to ninety mile an hour fastball. He also has a fantastic hook, but he uses that fastball effectively. But I, I agree with you that Matt Shoemaker's fastball, um, you know, actual and perceived velocity uh, don't make it too intimidating. Yeah, and I, I was gonna say unless you have a really devastating secondary pitch that you can lean on, it's it's really hard. And even then, it's it's Rich Hill is an outlier as it is even though he has one of the best curveballs in the game. So I wouldn't put stock in Shoemaker. All right. Next pitcher, last name on the list here, Luis Castillo, a guy who we know he has the velocity. He hasn't quite had the success that um, you would expect, Um, especially I think he came out of the gates pretty hot when he debuted. Um, But he is off to a fantastic start, 80.082 average against – I think a sub one ERA right now, a one and one record wins matter semi sarcastically. Um, but Luis Castillo are, do you think he's, uh, breaking through or is this, uh, just kind of more just, you know, early season hitters haven't figured him out yet. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know why he's in the segment because he is here to stay. He's a higher tier player than pretty much anybody else we've talked about. I mean, he's been here to, st- he's a, he's a, Round a top 30 starting pitcher as it is, and you might have to move him up just based on other poor performances. Performances? Performances early on. And he has played Pittsburgh and Miami in two of his first three starts. Also faced Milwaukee, but they are kind of a high strikeout team as well. Um, he's he's really good. He He has always shown that he can be really good and really has been also like his rookie year which was a significant sample size he was fantastic the second half of last season he was actually really good the first half was where he ran into pretty much all of his problems so yeah you 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 expect Castillo to be around that top 30 range and there is a because of that upside he has the upside if he just does a little bit better at you know, keeping the ball in the ballpark and on the ground where he wants it, then he could have a crazy, you know, two ERA type of season. It might happen. I'm, I'd trade, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say right now. I would, um, (laughs) I would definitely view him as a potential top 20 guy moving forward. Like I would, leapfrog him over certain pitchers like Madison Bumgarner um like guys that just aren't very exciting you know who are just kind of there in that range there's I like Madison Bumgarner I I like using Madison Bumgarner as an example of a very boring starting pitcher who will probably like still that. give you good numbers but not flashy numbers you know there's not a whole lot of upside for Bumgarner um I'd still probably rather have Herman Marquez who I am a big fan of, and I think he has better stuff. Yeah, about that range, though. Not not so far behind Herman Marquez. All right, so that's – well, yeah, Herman Marquez is your Cy Young pick. I, I assume you just have him number one. But um, Well, no, but 
Maybe I should. <laughs> should I move him above Chris Sale? <laughs> Ooh, that. I mean, I thought you didn't want to talk about Chris Sale, and we're also kind of out of time. Yeah, it's okay. But uh, yeah, so that's all the names we have. So uh, on this edition of Here to Stay or Keep Away, again, ask us questions. If you have questions like I had for a friend about Chris Sale, <laughs> ask us on Twitter at BTShiftBP. Email us, BTShiftBaseball at gmail.com. Um, yeah, check out Uwe's rankings. Um, yes, they're on... not updated right now, but early next yeah. week they will be at, yeah fully updated check out his rankings um again we will finally have a couple of off weekends from baseball at the very least um so hopefully we'll get back on a regular schedule um so yeah check everything out there again twitter facebook instagram we're doing a lot more stuff on instagram interact don't it, as a thing, don't be afraid to answer the trivia questions, even if you think you're wrong. Just have fun and guess. And then, yeah, at BeeshiftBP on Instagram. That's everything, more or less. Uh, thank you all for joining us. And as always, ooey. Peace.